Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and your future planning started yesterday. You need simple, easy strategies to create maximum results. This is The Scotty Show. Time to get your ducks in a row with Scott Leonardi, owner and president of Complete Solutions, Inc. As a certified financial fiduciary with 25 years in the planning industry, Scott helps educate you on how you can make the best decisions for your family and your finances and helps you get your ducks in a row for your incredible future. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. I'm excited. This is part two. So if you're joining us right now, you have not heard part one, go back and listen to it. Uh, It is the 10 bad financial habits you need to break to get out of debt. And Scott did a great job of presenting the first five on the last podcast. Now you're catching up. You don't have to go and listen to it before this, but you know, certainly helps with the order of things. But uh, now we're going to cover the other five. Scott, how are you today? I am doing phenomenal. I am crazy, crazy. Uh, That's that's the exciting part, right? Boom. Yeah, that that was such great information last time. There was a couple things that um, I had not heard and a couple things that I identified with that uh, (laughs) I had some issues with in the past. (laughs) Calling me on the carpet here, Scott. Well, as we all have done, money is a money is a crazy thing, right? I mean, yeah. trying to keep it control, making what we need to make, spending what we need to spend, and keeping all that in balances is is a challenge. There's no question mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned the, the first podcast. And, and again, yeah, listen to this one. You don't have to wait. Uh, you know, these aren't in any specific order that you have to do one or the other. But if you could just grab one, two of these ten and start to implement them immediately, it's mm-hmm. going to help and better your situation. Um, and then that's kind of the key. So we covered first five. Uh, so we're going to cover the next five in this podcast. So, um, j- just for you listeners, Scott is putting these th- this list of ten on the website. So go to the website, and we'll give you that information in a minute. Get that resource. There's also an article that he is going to link, or he has linked. It's on the website. You can go check out um, more great information, uh, just more resources for you. So go check that out, and you can follow along if you want to, or you can just listen to this and get it later. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I always tell people, you know, again, grab something that you can implement immediately, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so many times I've been to tons of conferences. I'm sure you have too. Tons of educational conferences, you know. And I take ni- 19 pages of notes. I write all this stuff down. And then you, you go, you go back, and you, know, you just don't implement any of it. <laughs> it was just yeah. too much. It was too much, right? So, or you don't remember half that you even went through, right? But if you can just grab a couple of these bullet points and start working towards this, the key is you start to do one, you improve your situation. You typically want to do better. And that's kind of the key, you know, so breaking these bad financial habits are absolutely crucial. So, mm-hmm. so again, let, let's talk about number six. How about ex, excessive lifestyle inflation, excessive lifestyle inflation? Okay. So the point to this is, you know, we all expect a particular life progression, right? You know, we start off, you know, working someplace, you know, a very modest introductory salary. And then as we work through, we work hard, we start to gain money, gain experience, start to improve our financial situation. We start moving through the wonderful shifts of career shifts, right? Raises occur, we start making more money, which is all wonderful. We're climbing that, you know, wonderful, you know, corporate ladder. But here's the problem with that lifestyle inflation. See, that means, you know, with every influx of cash, that goes out the door in a flash, mm-hmm. right? So what happens is you work hard, you start getting, you're making more money, you make that, you get that raise, and all of a sudden you spend the money you're making, right? So again, you start to justify. Remember, I said to justify. What's the, uh, you know, rationalize? What's the definition of rationalize? Right? To sell, to tell rational lies, yep. right? So we get that raise, and we think, oh, we can start spending more money. We can buy a nicer car. We can, we can start, you know, spending more money on different things, right? So example, you know, we're making sixty thousand a year. We get a wonderful, nice promotion. 
and now we start making $75,000 a year. So you're thinking to yourself, well, that's 15000 more. I can go out and buy a brand new car for 15000 a day. Mm. You know, the money came in the door. You know, but the problem is you've spent that money in that increase. So now yep. you're always spending every nickel that you're making. That's a problem, right? Mm. And, and most people out there, unfortunately, they're not really spending what they're making. Many, many people are spending what? More than they make. More than they're making. Yeah. You know, so they're spending five, eight, ten percent more than they're making. So with that type of process, again, this can become a habitual habit of your lifetime. But the problem with that, uh, to be able to start paying off your debt and getting your savings going in the right direction, because two things need to occur. You want to pay off our debt, and then we want to increase our savings, right? So that becomes very problematic when we we get those influxes in the raises and the promotions, but we're spending it all, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, lifestyle inflation, we got to kind of pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. Great working hard, great making more money. But again, when we start making more money, let's put more towards the debt. Let's put more into that savings account. Yeah, it's so just a te- big temptation. Very temptation. You're exactly right. Because you think, ooh, I got free. It's, it's free money. It's winning the lottery. Hmm. You know, why does the average person who, who wins the lottery, they're broke in like 18 months? Yeah. Because again, it's free money that flows in. And they think that it's all, it's, they can just blow it all. And that's a problem. So we got to think about that. So here's number seven and ignoring the debt. Ignoring the debt. Hmm. Now, how many times people do you think they just ignore the debt? You're right. You know, you remember the old thing, you know, you remember the children when you stick their fingers in the ear, in their ears and go, I can't hear you. I can't hear yep. you. I think I've done that to my wife sometimes. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> la, 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 right. right. I mean, you don't want to even listen to it. You're refusing to think about it. Well, guess what? If you start doing things like that, you start ignoring the debt. You're not paying attention. You have some serious problems, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so people who tend to, you know, ignore the debt. You know, there's a few red flags that fly up on, on your behaviors that help you understand you are ignoring your debt, right? So, here, so here's a few, here's a few red flags: avoiding phone calls from creditors and collection agencies. <laughs> right? If you're yeah. avoiding those, there's a problem. Now I know nobody on this. Nobody, none of my listeners want to want to talk to a collection agency or credit. I, I get that. I get that. But the key is, if they're on there, you got to get it resolved, mm-hmm. right? So avoiding those calls only cause additional problems. So we, we can't avoid those calls. How about ripping up those bills and statements without even opening them? Right in the shredder. <laughs> right in the shredder, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's the old Amex. That's right. Shred that baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, guess, guess, guess what? If you if you don't have a balance, you're probably not getting a statement, right? So, so not even looking at them, throwing them away. That's a problem. Yeah, stop doing that. Stop doing that, right? You know, becoming visibly uncomfortable or defensive or angry. Uh, you know, when you have to discuss your debt, you know, mm-hmm. with either your spouse or, or 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 you know a trusted advisor or whatever. I mean, again, it, it's a reality of life. And if you got debt, you got debt. You gotta fix it. You can't yeah. cry over spilled milk. You know we've all made mistakes. We've all spent more money than we, than we than we should have spent. We've all put stuff on. I've done it. and We've all done it. But the key is you just gotta focus on how can we fix this. You know, we gotta discuss it and fix it. And again, discuss it with your spouse. I mean, so many times I run across, you know, that, that spouses don't talk about this stuff together, and one person maybe is completely out of loop and they just don't know. Right, mm-hmm. and maybe they're spending more money than they should spend because they just don't understand that there's too much debt in the household. So communication, I think, is a huge, uh, it's just kind of a huge key there. Huge key. Yeah. And here's the last one when it comes to these red flags that fly up. How about not even knowing how much debt you carry? Now, what is your debt? How much do you owe? 
I mean, I, I believe people should know how much credit card they, that they have right now off the top of their head. Mm. They should know that because if you start becoming aware of what you owe, and again, you might not know every single credit card all divided up, but you should know, hey, listen, I, I owe 8000 bucks, you know, 4000 bucks. I, I, that's what we owe. You start being more cognizant of what you are have on debt, you tend to start thinking, I need to work on that. But if you don't even think about that eight, nine, ten thousand bucks you got, you, you don't think of any ways to kind of improve that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it might slow down that, that next purchase, right? That that impulse yeah. buy that you spoke about earlier. It's you, like, you, oh, you oh wait a second, I got a lot of debt. You got a lot. I, man, I got eight thousand bucks. I need to stop. I need to start thinking about this different, right? And I know many people have done this, and you know, so you're, so you're not alone if you're listening and you've done that so far. But again, you can't cry over spilled milk. We have to fix the situation because what happens when we delay that debt? Okay, what's the reality of that? Well, astronomical late fees. I mean, it's crazy. You know, me and you were just talking about interest rates and charges just you know just just the other day. We were talking about this stuff, right? It can get mm-hmm. crazy. So interest rates are crazy uh, high. And you know, even with you know credit cards, things like that, you might have a decent interest rate because you got good credit. But there's a lot of different ways that credit card company can actually jack up your rate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, those credit card companies can, for whatever reason they want you, they send you a notification, they can increase your rate. Yep. Right. So even if you got a great rate now, they can bump it up to the max. A lot of times, these credit card companies have, have maxes of you know twenty four point nine nine, twenty five point nine nine. I think there's a maximum all time rate, and I don't know what that is, but, but it's somewhere in that range, right? Or God forbid you miss a late, you miss a payment. Have a mm-hmm. late payment. A lot of these credit card companies can automatically take you from whatever rate you got and bump right up to the max rate. Yeah. So again, there's a lot of problems when you just start to avoid the debt and just kind of ignore it. So you got to get in the habit of figuring that out. Knowledge is power. You got to know what you owe so you can start focusing on that. And of course, that kind of leads leads me into number eight, which is which is crucially important, and that's that's just not following a budget. A budget. Hmm. What's a budget? <laughs> right? I mean, there's some people that have no they don't they've never even looked at a budget, they never followed a budget. They they don't even know what the heck a budget is. You know what? You have to create a budget, right? And I'm happy to send you we, I've got copies of budgets. I'll be happy to send you a, a budget worksheet. Uh, again, drop me an email, go to Complete Solutions uh, our, our website. It's duckduckplan.com. Uh, give us our, give our office a call. Uh, drop me an email and I'll be happy to send you a budget worksheet. That you can step through and take a look at what you're spending. And, and, and there's some people that you know they're anal about this. I mean, they they're the engineers, the accountants in the, on the audience. Well, they got 19 spreadsheets. They're color coded. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they know what's going in, what's going out. They know every nickel they got everywhere. Um, and there's a lot of people that just make money, spend money, make money, spend money, and they just don't pay any attention. So part of my process when I even meet with a client about just starting to start about you know start our relationship and we start talking about retirement planning, one of the first things I want them to do is to fill out a budget worksheet. And just see what they're spending. Because you'll be amazed when you actually fill it out and really track it, what you're spending money on. I mean, I had a guy th- about a couple, a couple, three months ago. I kind of, he just said, oh, I don't know. I don't wanna. And I said, just just do it just so we can kind of see where you're at, right? And so he did his budget worksheet, and he, and he cut back to him. He goes, you, Scott, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what? He goes, I'm spending over 700 bucks a month, every single month, eating out. Wow. He goes, and I'm not eating at the steak place. I'm not eating at the, <laughs> at the seafood places. He goes, seven over 700 bucks a month. He goes, I had no idea. I knew what we were eating out. We like to eat out. I get it. Now, again, I'm not saying don't eat out. You know, if you can spend 700 bucks a month eating out and, um, you know, you're saving money, you're paying off your debt, no worries, everything's great. 
your cholesterol is probably not great, <laughs> but <laughs> but but if your finances are great, okay, yeah. then keep eat, keep eating out. I, you know, I'm not telling you don't eat out, but my point is know where those numbers are at. Mm-hmm. You got to focus on a budget because I think it's just so absolutely crucial uh, by not you know focusing on where you're at. Okay, yeah. that just starts to snowball terribly. So that kind of leads us kind of into number nine, right? Just not saving money at all. I mean, do you think there's a problem today in saving? You know, people saving out there? Oh yeah, I mean, people people put themselves in positions. I'm, I've been there. My wife and I've been there where, you know, we're we're making those minimum monthly payments on all sorts of different things, whether it's credit cards or you know a car payment that we have, uh, because we didn't have the extra money. We we got ourselves into that situation and we had to figure out how to get out. I think there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is out there very prevalently, and I've been, and I, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. I've, I've been there before too. You know, where there's times that just my savings isn't where it needs to be in the past. It's not not where it needs to be in the past. You know, so sometimes again we start to rationalize. Well, I owe this. I got to pay off this. I got to do this. I got to do this. So you know, I just can't save money right now. I'll save money later. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of time. I'll save money later. And the next thing you know, they they're thirty. Well, you know, I'll save money later. I'm taking care. I got raising some kids. Well, and then they're forty. Well, I got some kids going on. I got to save for. Uh, then they're fifty. The next thing you know, I mean, they're they're five, six, seven, eight years away from retirement, and their savings is is pitiful. Mm-hmm. I and mean, you've got to set money aside. You know, I call this concept, you know, paying yourself first. Yeah, paying yourself first, right? So you think about this. If if, if you, you know if you're thinking to yourself, well, I'll save at the end of the month. When I have money, I'll save at the end of the month, right? Well, guess what? At the end of the month, you pay all your bills. Eh, I don't have, eh, I'll save next month. I'll mm-hmm. save next month. But see, the whole focus is if you treated yourself like a bill and you paid yourself whatever that, if it's 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, whatever that number is, if you put that into an account automatically and you paid yourself, just like you do your credit card, just like you do the electric company, you know, the cable television bill, if you paid yourself just like that, you're going to start to develop savings habits and start building that money. Mm-hmm. See, at the end of the month, you don't say, well, you know, I'll pay the cable bill at the end of the month if I have money. <laughs> no, no, some people pay the cable bill, you know, before they buy groceries. <laughs> you know, I mean, they got to see their ESPN or yep. whatever they have to do that. So the key is you got to treat yourself like a bill and, and save that money. You know, if you t- start taking a look at statistics out there, um, one of the statistics I read fairly recently said, said more than half Americans, 51%, have less than three months worth of their expenses saved up. In an emergency fund, mm-hmm. less than three months. So again, we just kind of got through this big nasty pandemic, and I know there's still issues going on with people working and being laid off and all that kind of good stuff. But I mean, think about that. Everybody should have at least three months worth of savings in an emergency fund. So if they lost their job, could they live through their first three months to figure out what to do? And, and, and you know, fifty-one percent don't have that three months worth of savings. So so one in four Americans, one in four Americans don't have an emergency fund at all. So 25% of Americans have no emergency fund at all. Mm. I mean, that's kind of a scary situation. So again, you don't have any emergency funds. Something happens, an emergency, the car breaks down, you, you know, your um, you know, brakes are out or whatever the story is, you need five, six, seven hundred bucks, and you don't have an emergency fund, where does that money, how do you pay for that? Yeah. Boom, 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 it goes on that credit card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 20, 18% interest rate, right? So again, that again creates these habitual habits that just feed off each other and cause a serious problem. I mean, everybody needs to have a savings account. You got to put money aside. You got to save that money for emergencies. You got to. Then once you have the emergency money saved up and we're working on our debt, well, now we got to start saving for what? You know, that retirement, that retirement. Crucially, crucially important. 
uh, I, I read this thing on go banking, go banking rates. Uh, I think it was a, a 19, 2019 report uh, talked about savings sur- says, you know, studies and stuff like that. And it said 70% of Americans have less than 1000 bucks stashed away. Mm. It, it, I mean, that's horrific. I mean, it, it's terrible because, again, we just run through life, making money, spending money, making money, spending some money. So, again, make a commitment to get 1000 bucks saved up as fast as you possibly can so you've got that emergency fund. Yeah. Crucially, crucially important. Save. you got to save. you got to save. And you can't rationalize. you you got to make a commitment to save. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of important. So that was number nine. So, you know, number ten is kind of just ignoring the future. You know, not really doing any type of long-term planning. You know, ignoring the future is is, is a serious problem because the future comes whether you <laughs> whether you want it to or not, right? It's a right it's right around the corner. Yeah. So figuring out, you know, what do you want? Where do you want to be five years from now, ten years from now? And you know, if you're young, fifty years from now, right? I mean, planning for your retirement starts yesterday, and and that's kind of the key. I mean, I, I've got I got I already told you I have five kids and I pre- preach to them constantly about saving, but. The other day, my my youngest son says, "Well, yeah, I, I talked to him about his four hundred one k at work." I said, "You know, you maxing that out?" He goes, "Well, you know, I, I'm, I yeah, I just kind of he just was eligible to start putting in that thing six months ago." He goes, uh, and "I haven't yet, but I'm going to." I'm like, what in the heck are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. That's free money. Well, you know, Dad, I'm only twenty. I said, "Listen, I don't want to ever hear that come from your mouth again." That's right. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> if you're young, put twenty bucks a month, twenty put twenty bucks a week away. You know, twenty five bucks a week, right? Because those numbers accumulate massively, mm-hmm. and that's the key. And especially in his case, because again, um, it was a four hundred one k where they're actually matching money. So, you know, the key is you've got to make a commitment to think about the future and say, okay, where do I need to be? Uh, where do I want to go? Because the future is about you know buying a new house and saving for the kids and uh, you know traveling and retiring and <clears throat> you know doing all those wonderful things. You've got to kind of plan for that. Okay, right. So, so planning is just absolutely crucial. Yeah. I, so you can't neglect the future. You, you, uh, you gave me a little bit of a flashback. I remember when my my wife and I we were actually dating at the time. We were at this uh, like it was some sort of event, like a like a craft fair, and some I don't know what it was. It was it was down in Arizona when we were there, walking around, and there was a guy. I'm pretty sure he was a financial advisor. I mean, it was kind of a blur at this point. It was a long time ago. I think we were. 18 maybe 19 at the time and so we're just chit-chatting and he said you know here's the thing if you put 25 dollars away a month right now just start right now 25 bucks a month you could do that you could you could easily do that you know find the money to do that and and just sacrifice you know a a time out at taco bell or whatever 25 bucks a month did you know that by the time you're 50 you'll be a millionaire and i thought man that's great but that's 50 that's that's really far away that's yeah, and 25 yeah. bucks a month i don't know if, you know guess did i do it scott yeah, no, no no i didn't you and guess didn't. what i'm three years away from being 50 and i could be a millionaire in three years <laughs> exactly right but yeah. i didn't what, what's, do it what's that what's that song sherry's like if i could take yeah, yeah. time <laughs> yeah maybe i should, I, I, maybe I should quit this financial yeah. planning stuff and become a singer what do you think like, yeah we, you eh, gotta nah, use the effect for the, the singing for sure but yeah exactly yeah <laughs> mask just, it over yeah just you know it's it's one of those things that you 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 don't think about it and then you you Think about it later, like, ah, oh, shoot, I should have done that. You know, I should have done something. And I think exactly. a lot of people in that position going, man, if I had just not purchased this, or if I had just done that, or if I had just saved this money or put this money aside and not touched it like I said I was going to, and then I got, you know, I fell to that temptation. I think we've all been there on smaller scales, and, and uh, 
it, I, I don't know when we're going to learn from that stuff. I'm, I'm hoping yeah, that we're going to learn more from you. We got, we got, we got, we got to learn about that. And guess, guess what? And if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, "Hey, listen, I got my ducks in a row. I got savings and that kind of stuff." Listen, you know people that don't. Yeah, I mean, true. talk to yeah. your kids, talk to your grandkids, and you've heard this multiple times from me. Listen, I want you to say Roth so many times to your kids and your grandkids that one of your grandkids think their name's Roth. That's what I want you to do. You know, your job is not only take care of your stuff, but your job is to enlighten other people, tell people, share the truth. I mean, explain this stuff to your grandkids and your kids and, and, and talk through this stuff. I mean, you can't neglect the future because of the stress of your debt today. You just can't. And, and debt is stressful. I mean, it eats up your health and it's, it causes fights, it causes aggravations, it causes divorce. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, finances are a serious problems. So the key is understand where you're at. Listen, you're where you're at. It is what it is, right? But start looking at a plan to say, how can I, how can I fix this? And if you've got a spouse, a significant other, that's part of the financial wherewithal in your household, say, listen, let's come up with a plan to fix this. Because I don't care what you owe, you can focus on a plan to get out of that. It starts with that budget. Putting together a budget, seeing what you're spending. Get rid of those in, those convenient spending habits. When you walk to that cash register, look straight ahead. Don't look to the side. You don't need <laughs> that right. hundred thousand dollar chocolate bar. That's you, right. you don't need that. Right. You, know, you know the 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 lighters. The I mean, there's so much crap in those aisles. Oh my goodness, I need this. I need, next thing you know, you spend an extra eighteen bucks, and that yeah. happens all the time. Honey, so are we out of little, decks of cards? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, do we have one? Uh, uh, maybe I should pick cards this up. Right we, here. We might want to be able to do this, but we don't. I'll, I'll kind of finish by saying this. Listen, I know this stuff's hard. I get it. You know, I get it. I mean, if it, everything was easy, everybody would already do it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this stuff's kind of hard. But you got to focus and say, how, what, how will this benefit me in the future? You know, again, it's about discipline. Um, and and you, when you think through the discipline and the process of, you know, you weigh out that discipline today. You know, and you think it's so hard to be disciplined to put 25 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever in, in, into a savings or pay off that extra credit card debt. You, you, that discipline's tough. But when you look back, if you get become disciplined on that today and you look back, you know, 10 years from now, you look back and you think to yourself, man, that was nothing. So the weight, the weight of that, not, you know, the weight of not making that decision 10 years from now is going to be nothing. Mm-hmm. Where today, it's, it's, it's pretty tough. But, the, but just the opposite, you know, by not doing that, you know, 10, 15 years from now, you're going to look back and think, oh, my God, I, I, I could have been a millionaire yeah. at 50 if I'd have only done that. That's it. Well, that's kind of tough. That's really hard. So yep. focus on that. Save. You have to save. You have to build up that retirement savings account. You have to, you have to first start it with that emergency savings account. You need to have that cash. Everybody needs to have a 1000 bucks cash. Preach this to your kids and your grandkids. you got to have it. Emergencies happen, right? Yep. And then start working on the retirement. And then, again, work on that debt. You know, the credit cards. We talked about that average $5,000 in American in credit card debt. Yep. Well, again, it can get overwhelming, but start simple. Look at the credit cards you got. You got four or five credit cards, and look at them. Look at the interest rates so you know what you're paying. And here's the key. Try to pay off the highest interest rate first, right? Because if you get rid of the higher interest rate, the longer you keep that debt on the books, the more interest you pay, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can pay that off, or if you've got a couple little small balances on a small, pay one of those off real quick. Because the key is psychological, right? Yeah. I got five cards. They all have debt. If I can eliminate one of them, it's a that's win. exciting. Yeah, that's a win. That's exciting. And then you could take the payment on that one that you paid off and start paying it on another one, mm-hmm. and then focus on another one. You know, I, I talked to a guy not too awful long ago, and he goes, "I'm just going to start paying fifty bucks extra on every credit card I got." I said, "No, don't do that. 
Mm-hmm. He goes, what do you mean? You're a planner. What are you talking about? No. I said, do this. Look at the credit cards you got. See which ones have the highest interest rate. Pay all that extra 50 you're talking about on the highest credit card debt, mm-hmm. on the one that has the highest interest rate. Get rid of that first. And then focus all that extra money on, a, on one specific credit card, the highest interest rate. Because, again, you eliminate that, and you think, oh, my God, I won. Whew, I got rid of one. Yeah. And that's kind of the key. Yep. So listen, I hope this was helpful. I, I know it was helpful if people listen and pay attention. But again, if you think this doesn't apply to you, you know somebody that would beneficial be very beneficial for that. Push them onto my website. Tell them to take a look at our look at our thing. Uh, you get on our website, duckduckplan.com. You can listen to our podcast. You know, you can get the additional information. Again, I'd love to help you. I'd love to help educate you. And again, I want you to be strong. You got to live life, man, like it's your job. Save Absolutely. that money, like it's your job. So great <laughs> talking right. to you. I'll talk to you again soon. Well, be- before we end this, Scott, I'm gonna I'm gonna give something people can do even simpler than what you just said about you know eliminating those credit card debts. They can go to duckduckplan.com and uh, get these free resources so they can get really plan out what they're gonna do and maybe reach out to you and say, hey, what what out of this list of ten, what's the most important thing I need to be doing first? And, and can you kind of help me take a look at my situation and and make some better plans for the future? Yeah, absolutely. Consultation advice that I give is, doesn't cost you anything. So I'm, I'm happy to do that. You can actually book a 15-minute telephone call with me right from my website. Perfect. And you can go to you can go to letstalkscott.com or right from my website. Click on it and book an appointment. 15-minute call. I'm happy to answer questions or help direct you in the right way. So, You're the man, Scott. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, buddy. You bet. And, of course, our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Scott comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And again, the part one and part two of this podcast, 10 great pieces of information that every family needs to know. Share it with them, please. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Complete Solutions, this is Eric Johnson reminding you, it's time to get your ducks in a row. Thank you for listening to The Scotty Show. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Live life like it's your job. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Complete Solutions, Inc. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice, tax advice, or legal advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.